0: Welcome to the Law Firm Marketing Minute, your source of internet marketing inspiration. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Law Firm Marketing Minute. I'm your host, John Henson. And this week, uh, talking about social media. It's been a while since we've covered that here on the show. Um, And uh, the reason that I'm bringing it up is because we are going to have a a new resource coming out uh, here in the next couple of weeks, actually helping you build out a social media calendar. The, one of the biggest problems that I see and a lot of times what uh, often happens with firms, especially with their social media strategy is just they fail to be consistent. you know and, and people will check your social media out. Look you know in, for most industries, uh, social media is going to be a good lead generation tool for law firms, uh, financial advisors, accountants, stuff like that where you're typically, Sharing sensitive information, people aren't generally going to engage with that. People aren't going to like a post from a divorce lawyer talking about how to get divorced. You know, people aren't going to comment on a post from a bankruptcy lawyer. Uh, you know, being like, "Wow, this is such great information. I'm going to file for bankruptcy." Like, people just aren't going to readily admit that, and that's okay. You know, there are other metrics within social media marketing that you can focus on, but the other aspect of that is. If you're going to have a successful social media strategy, you need to be consistent. Uh, you know, I've seen a ton of firms who will get super into social media for like a week or two. They'll post every day, and then there just won't be anything for like six months at a time. And you can't do that. It looks bad. You know. It, People, when they're doing their due diligence, when they're researching your firm, they're going to look at your social media feeds. They're going to see what kind of information you're posting. Uh, if they see that you've got a Facebook page, but then you haven't updated it in eight months, people might think, you know, or at least question whether or not you're still in business. You know, and that seems a little ridiculous on the surface, but it's it's a legitimate thought that people have. And so it's it's all about being consistent and. The the nice thing about it is if you're if you're blogging on your website already if you have free information that you're giving away already uh, if you are just you know passionate about your industry and and your field and you're continuously learning about your industry you already have plenty of content that you can post on social media so when we talk about a social media strategy, there's typically about five different kinds of posts that you can create. You know, one is like motivational quotes. Like people on social media love quotes, all right? Inspirational stuff. And you can post quotes and people, like if you want engagement, that's a good way to get it. You know, people will like quotes, they'll comment on quotes and stuff like that, you know? And and if you wanna take it a step further, you can use a website like Canva to create graphics with the quotes. and, and then you can build up an Instagram presence that way, you know, as, along with you know, taking some behind the scenes shots. You know, maybe you're going into court, maybe you're attending a trade show, uh, doing something with your team, whatever the case is. You know, take those pictures, share that stuff. That's a good Instagram stuff, but it's also it also works well for Facebook, Twitter and LinkedIn as well. Uh, another kind of post uh, is your standard call to action. Here's the thing though. I've seen this happen with a lot of firms where that's like the only thing they'll post. Every single post is a call to action. Call this number and get, you know, the justice team on you, on your side. Don't do that. Do not do that. Uh, Calls to action, especially on social media, should be used very sparingly, All right? Because here's the thing. If you are just constantly asking for business asking people to call you, asking people to do this and this and this, it's going to get old pretty quick. People are going to get turned off very quickly by that. And they're going to shut you out. And then people just aren't going to pay attention altogether. And then you're just going to be spinning your wheels, wasting your time. The idea behind social media is for you to participate in this bigger community of people in your area. right. It's, and you specifically in your firm, you are a source of information, all right? You are not, you know, you should not enter into the social media world expecting people to hire you, right? There are a lot of different things at play. There are a lot of different things that need to happen for someone to make a hiring decision. Social media is just not where that decision is going to be made, all right? It could be made in the opposite direction that you want. People can tune you out, especially if every single post that you make is call this number and, you know, get you know, put a store if you don't do that, right? Maybe once a week, maybe once every other week. That's fine, but not every day, not multiple times per week, all right? So what do you post instead other than quotes, all right? You can't just post quotes in your phone number. That would get weird, right? But uh, I mentioned earlier about, you know, If you are passionate about your industry, if you're constantly learning, you're going to find uh, these third-party articles that you can then share with your audience. And, and, And the rule, only rule we have for that is just make sure that they're relevant to your practice, And your audience. So for example, you know, if there's a new uh, law coming out about, you know, car insurance or whatever, and you're a personal injury lawyer, and it has something to do with accidents, share that with your audience, right? Because that can affect how you manage cases in car accidents. It could manage, you know, how you sue insurance companies, whatever the case is. It could affect how your audience Handles their insurance policies. All right, so that's like a good example, you know. And you know, for me personally, I have like a list of like close to twenty-five sites that I check on a weekly basis that have to do with marketing, that uh, have to do with the the legal field, uh, finance field, whatever it is. And I will look for articles, um, and sometimes I will share them throughout the week on social media because they're not only relevant to what we do, but it's but it can be helpful for other people. In our audience to see these things. So that's that's a good way to break it up. But you are also absolutely welcome to send people, direct people back to your website, right? There's a difference between constant self-promotion and being a good resource, a good source of information, right? So rather than posting a bunch of calls to action, provide free information, all right? If you're doing blogging. If you have video uh, as part of your marketing strategy, the social media is where you post that stuff. You know, you write up a blog, share it on social media, and then schedule a post to share that blog a couple more times over the next couple of weeks. You know, if you're doing video, share your videos, you know, and, and that's why, and this is honestly, this is why we talk about evergreen, you know, evergreen content because the more evergreen content you create, the bigger, content library that you then have to share on social media, all right? So, you know, if your blog is just like current event stuff, uh, you know, maybe you're an estate planning lawyer and you're talking about, you know, Betty White or Bob Saget's estate, that's going to have a pretty short shelf life, right? Three, four months at best, probably, unless there's something that I don't know about that's going to drag out. It's just an example. But instead... All right. You know, let's say that, um, you know, Bob Saget didn't have a will and now his estate is going through probate, having blogs talking about the probate process, which likely is not going to have sweeping changes that's evergreen content because then people can go back to that stuff months, a couple of years down the road, and it's still just as relevant and still just as valuable. That's good social media content. That's why we create and and, and our whole strategy is around creating this ecosystem that you can then just constantly pull from and it grows and grows and grows over time. Um, same thing with video, you know, just answer Questions that you commonly get, you know, as if someone just came up to you on the street and asked. Um, the other thing, the other kind of post uh, is a lead magnet, right? So now I mentioned before, social media is not going to be a huge lead generator for you. Um, a lot of marketing companies out there are specifically targeting lawyers and finance people that say they can get you a bunch of leads from social media. I would be very wary of that. Um, I have not seen a ton of success for that. You can still do it. Um, but it should be something that you try later down the road when you've got a good uh, rhythm in place with your other marketing. But if you're offering a lead magnet on your website and that could be like a free download, a free white paper, ebook, resource whatever it is, if you have an email newsletter, share a link to sign up to your email community. It's it you know, it may not grab many leads, but you can you could probably get a couple over time and that's leads that you wouldn't have gotten otherwise so it never hurts to throw that out it throw you know it, it still shows that you are a source of information that you're out there trying to help people you know and and phrased and and worded the right way it's not going to come off as constant self-promotion it's going to come off as hey here's some information maybe this is helpful for you that's all you got to do so those are your five post types. You've got quotes, you've got calls to action, you've got third party articles, you've got your blogs or videos, and you've got your lead magnets. And if you um, just kind of mix that in, balance those things out, you know you can do a quote every week, you know, typically like a Friday or something. Uh, share your blogs or videos multiple times, you know, once or twice a week. Call to action maybe once every two weeks, a third party article maybe once a week, uh, and your lead magnet every week, and that's a good content balance, and that's an easy thing to do to schedule out or have your team schedule out for you. That's what we do for our clients. We create that content, we schedule it out for them, we post it for them. It's really simple. Um, And look, if you would like us to do that for you, give us a call, Um, and and we can talk about uh, you know some of our social media packages, but. The, the resource that we're going to come out with here in a couple of weeks is going, to, is going to explain all of this information that I've just shared with you. It's going to give you basically a template to follow. It's going to give you some examples of what it might look like. And I think it'll just be really helpful for people to kind of visualize it um, because, yeah, like I said, like it a lot of people just end up feeling like social media is just a daunting process. And again, it doesn't have to be, especially when you build a simple system for it. So um, hope that was helpful. Uh, if you have any questions about your social media strategy, I'm always happy to help. You can send me an email at john, J-O-H-N at spotlightbranding.com. And that's going to do it for us this week. We'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us please visit lawfirmmarketingminute.com for more information. We'll see you next time.